Hey, good morning. Monday, August 30th, 2021. Just before 10 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, if you need to know the time, just ask Joe Biden. He'd be happy to check, regardless of where he is. I'm sure all of you have seen the image. If you haven't, uh, it's, again, pathetic on behalf of the President of the United States at the dignified transfer of the 13 service members killed in this Afghanistan debacle. Joe Biden is seen in a photo checking the time on his watch. Now, this isn't as he's approaching, as he's leaving. This is while standing at supposedly attention. While somebody in his, in his group passed out, fell, couldn't handle standing that long, went down like a tub of yogurt, Biden's there checking his watch. You can see the picture. It's so ridiculous, it's hard to even mention. And it's yet again another image he has provided the world on where the priorities are for the President of the United States. And I don't want to say shame on him because I don't think he feels any shame. These people are sociopaths. These people are only about power, expanding power for not only themselves, but their children and their families. Right now, his daughter's off partying at a wedding in Italy. This is how the elites roll. And if they make a mistake, they blame others. This morning, Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor, resident pencil neck, Ivy League Rhodes Scholar, with no relevant experience running the national security of this country and our Americans abroad, has already gone out and started the cover-up PR. The response, the public affairs work, he's out there blaming the generals, blaming the military. And, and I agree with him to some point. Because our military is basically a mutual admiration society of academic elites that promote each other and do not promote warriors. And that is why we are where we are today. And that's why it's even worse than when we talked a couple days ago. I had a show Saturday focusing on the planners we supposedly killed. These two ISIS operators that we targeted and took out have still not been identified. Jake Sullivan's out there blaming the military, a military where only one person has been forced to step down and resign, and this person had nothing directly to do with Afghanistan. He just spoke out, and that's Lieutenant General Scheller. We're going to talk about him. We're going to focus on Jake Sullivan to start, but we'll talk about the Taliban and what they're doing in preparation of September 1st, because that's the day they take over. That's the day we hand it over to them with Americans behind enemy lines still in Afghanistan, Roughly a 1,000 according to estimates, but the Pentagon has no idea. That's still one of the scariest parts. We'll talk about some of the cover-up coverage that's going to be happening. Prepare for it. It started this morning. So let's get to that. Jake Sullivan, NSA, National Security Advisor. He's blaming the generals. He has not been around. This guy disappeared after initial planning and initial press conferences when this all started to go sideways over a week ago. And he's a terrible optic. He just, he looks like the guy at the yacht club that no one wants sitting at their table. Okay? And this is a yacht club where everybody's nauseating. He's the worst of the worst. And he's advising our president and our military leaders on national security. So now he's doing the rounds wherever they'll take him. And uh, CNN, MSNBC, they're going to go after the generals. And they know they can do this because... The generals, the top military brass that were part of planning the withdrawal, and some of whom probably signed off on how we did it, 
own this too. But in the end, whatever they recommended, whatever plans they showed the president and his cabinet, those were approved by Joe Biden. That is what it, that's what it means when the buck stops with you. He's the president of the United States. He's the commander in chief. He owns this. But that's not what he wants to do. They've tried blaming Trump. They'll still bring that out. Talk about how this was somehow part of Trump's deal. Very embarrassing. Everyone knows it. Only the worst sycophant supporters of the far left, and they're in the thousands, close to that 40% we talk about. They're out there doing what they can. And every day they look dumber and dumber because there's a new story that comes out about how bad this was, something that makes it worse regarding the withdrawal, and then the response, what we've done in response to this massive mistake makes them look even worse. So while Jake Sullivan's blaming the generals, we still have Afghani, Afghan journalists behind the lines amongst the Taliban reporting. So when this military strike I talked about, the attack on, they now call it a planner and a facilitator. I mean, okay, facilitator. And they got to these guys less than 24 hours after the attack. Amazing, right? Kind of out of nowhere. Still don't know who they are. But you know who, ha- <clears throat> who has been identified amongst the dead are three to six children. And I've heard numbers of 10 up to 12 civilians killed in that airstrike. Holy shit. Biden, what, what, are, what are your guys doing? Who, who do you have running the operations over there? He came out and said, we're going to make him pay, did his best to look away from the teleprompter and actually talk to the American people for about a millisecond. Sounded like he was going to rain hell on ISIS. He basically, he's taken out a motorcycle and a golf cart and a bunch of innocent people. And he's doing the work of the Taliban and ISIS for them. These were probably people, children of families that were empathetic to the United States and the Allies that would have loved to have been a part of a country called Afghanistan and not the Islamic Emirate at Afghanistan. And we just killed them. Going after chasing a political headline to make the president look good after a complete shitstorm he has presided over. Now we've killed innocent people by our own hand, not just situationally, not just situationally as a result of how poorly we have operated over there, over there. And we continue to do it. And the press asked Millie this morning, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, about some operational things and the ISIS, the strike of these ISIS facilitators that have not been identified and innocent people, and he, he can't answer it. He basically does the Fifth Amendment thing the military can do in saying they don't want to talk about it because they don't want to put people in the field at risk. He's dodging questions. But he still has a job. It's like a countdown that should end at some point. There should be, we should not have waited this long for somebody's head to roll, either by their own choice or by being fired. It's it's nuts that the same people who were in power and in charge and making decisions before this happened are still there. The same people. So we're relying on strategic reactions. We're relying on solutions from the same people who caused the problem. So take away the fact that heads should roll because somebody should be held accountable. 
And if you came up in the military, accountability is a big word. This mutual admiration society that the military has become, that's a big word the high-ups cram down your throat. Officer and enlisted alike. Accountability, honor. Where is the goddamn accountability at the top? You don't think every active military member and reservist sees this right now and wonders what the fuck they are doing? Who are they working for? Who's going to send them into harm's way? And they'll be happy to do it. But it sure is nice when the people at the top have some understanding, compassion, and are consistent and are not complete hypocrites. Because at this point, how do they talk about accountability when no one has been held accountable for one of the worst, worst military foreign policy disasters in the history of the United States? And it ranks right up there with the modern world. And everybody still has a job at the top. Except one guy, Lieutenant General Scheller. General Scheller made some comments, and now he's done two videos, and they're fantastic. I think he knows, I think he knew after the first video he was going to be relieved of command, right? Not kicked out of the military. He just wouldn't be in charge of the thousands of people in the Corps that he leads. This guy is a brave dude. Because his first video, I think, was unplanned, unscripted completely. He just got on and was so heartbroken, was so devastated, ashamed of the military where he serves, the people he is under. Because this guy's a lieutenant general. This is, he is one promotion away from the highest rank you can be in the military. This guy's got three stars. That is somebody who's been around, and he's a warrior if you look at his record. And he finally came out and talked about it. He was relieved of command, and many thought that would be the end. We wouldn't hear from General Scheller anymore. Well, General Scheller has clearly got something else going for him other than military service, because not only is he getting out of the military, he publicly said in a video, his second video release, that he is forfeiting all retirement benefits, which is something I'm considering. All, all VA benefits, anything on record, that shows you were associated with the military because I have no I have no pride in it. You you walk into any place I've ever held office in wherever I've been, you wouldn't know that I was in the military. There's nothing on the walls, nothing showing it, and that's been like that for a little while because I know what it's like. And this shows everybody now that the people at the top are hypocrites, are full of shit, and only care about one thing. The same thing politicians care about, and that's gaining power, gaining rank, and soon to be former. Lieutenant General is calling it out. And he was saying pretty bold things in this second video. He's talking about people he knows sharing everything they know. So Schiller has clearly talked to Fox News, talked to somebody who's guaranteeing him one hell of a book deal. Because we live in a world where that dopey James Comey, that bold-faced liar, former director of the FBI, Comey got a book deal. So Scheller's mint. So if anyone's heard him say about giving up a comfortable retirement, he's actually he's going to do it. That is 100% true. But guess what? He and his family are going to be fine. This is a smart man. That second video was not from the hip, was not without planning. This guy knows exactly what he's doing, and I'm all for it. I hope he runs for office one day. Who knows how he's going to have an impact, but I guarantee you General Scheller is going to have one hell of an impact in the military the brass, the people that I want scared to death, some of whom should be behind bars in Leavenworth, those people are shitting their pants. The ones with all the ribbons, all the medals, 
all the citations, all the letters of recommendation, all the PhDs, all the degrees, and all the invites to the best parties in D.C., you motherfuckers, I hope some of you go to jail. And I hope General Scheller and his peers, the real warriors, the people that care about the soldiers, Marines, the airmen, and the sailors on the front lines, the actual people that are there with them, executing on these poor plans, dying because these top brass have different ideas about how to do things, I hope those guys do what they can do. I hope they have a safe place to get out of the military where they're no longer beholden to the Uniform Code of Military Justice, right? That separate and very necessary um, set of rules and laws and regulations that govern over military members more so than what we are under as civilians, what we're beholden to. Once these guys are out, once they're separated or retired from the military, especially separated, you're not getting any benefits other than being able to go to a VA hospital, which has actually gotten better. It got better under Donald Trump. Other than that, there's really no benefit unless you have kids that maybe need to go to college and that helps. I mean, there's some, but the guys that separate aren't worried about getting a retirement check the rest of their life. And it ain't that much. Even for someone that's been in 20, 25, 30 years, it's a good living. It's comfortable. But if you're talking about what I think these guys can do as civilians, as leaders, as people that put a light on what's going on and what led to what happened in Afghanistan and what continues to happen in the response, how completely screwed up it is, these are the guys that are going to do well, plenty well financially in telling the truth. And if they can corroborate each other, we know it'll be the truth. It won't be just General Scheller. And I think he's 100% sincere, and that's the most important thing. So that's exciting. But he's fired. He lost his job. Had nothing to do with this shitstorm. But boy, they came together. They closed ranks on him. One video. And they came out and made it real clear. Nobody badmouths Biden. You can be in the military and badmouth anybody you want. There are TikTok videos. There's one of this um, binary sergeant who I think identifies it as female right now. I don't know. I don't want to misgender or do anything like that to anybody or assume anything. But she's out there talking about how she basically had, would have no problem shooting a civilian during martial law. And she's not talking about it like it's something that would upset her. She's talking about it like a social justice warrior, not a warrior in the army. She's fine. She's protected. She can say whatever the hell she wants. And she leads people. She's a staff sergeant. That's a pretty damn high enlisted rank. She's got people under her. Imagine working for that one. That fucking specimen. Some poor soldier out there right now watching TikTok going, hey, mom, dad, guess what? That dipshit's my boss. That's who I report to. I mean, the binary one or the one that has a different gender based on when she's releasing a TikTok? Yeah, that's her. That's my boss. That's who writes my evaluations. That's who has my career in his, her, their, theirs hands. That one. If you haven't seen it, just look up TikTok Army Insurrection, and there she is. I don't even remember her name. I don't want to know her name. I don't even know if I want anybody going to look at it. It's just going to give her more profile because she's certainly not going to get dropped by the Army. Shit, she's probably going to get promoted. Um, but I, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen to Scheller, but I do know it's going to be good. So if you saw that and you were worried about him, do not worry. Scheller, at a minimum, is going to be a Fox News contributor shit by the end of next week. Whenever the paperwork's done, that guy's going to be out there as retired lieutenant general. He'll he'll be given retirement, right? He'll be a lieutenant general retiree. It's up to him if he wants to really forfeit retirement pay and those benefits. Again, he won't need them. He won't need them. He's going to be fine. 
book deal, everything, leader. He's going to be able to run for office. A guy like that will be rewarded in a country where we should reward people that call out this much of an extreme screw-up and incompetency because there were people behind the curtain that knew this could happen or probably knew it would happen, and Biden didn't listen. But, boy, he's got his boy Jake Sullivan, and more will come out blaming the military and trying to say, hey, these guys gave us bad information. It's not going to work. Not going to work after we've killed kids. We're supposed to believe that the people led that mission that was supposedly targeted at ISIS just killed children, and they're competent, so we should believe what they tell us? Nah. Now we got Taliban tribes stopping buses of Americans trying to get to the airport, which, from what I'm reading, the airport's closed. I think maybe if you've got the right paperwork and you somehow make it to the gate at the airport in Kabul, they'll let you through. They're not letting anybody through, families of Afghani allies. No one's getting through. Those last planes are taking off. We're, what, 48 hours away? Not even that. I just can't believe in two days there will be no American military presence in Afghanistan. But there will be American civilian presence in Afghanistan. They don't have an embassy. They don't have a consulate. There's there's nothing for these people. This This would be like putting them in Somalia in the 90s with their passports, which don't mean shit. Come the morning, you know, midnight, September 1st, you're telling me that we have left these people, families. These aren't just contractors, adults, Americans that work for the government. These are their families. <clears throat> these are people that visited, made a bad choice to go see family. And you can find plenty of people on social media blaming them, victim blaming them. That is huge right now. Like I said, lots of different groups protecting themselves, protecting what, you know, who they voted for, trying to avoid any kind of responsibility. And that, that's everybody who voted for Joe Biden. Everybody. You got to eat it. You made a terrible decision because you didn't want mean tweets. Well, most people aren't going to do that. They're going to go down with the ship with him. They're voting for Joe Biden or Kamala Harris no matter what happens. There are people on record praising Biden for that airstrike. And now... We know they killed kids. So I wonder what, where those tweets and those posts are going to go. It's cover your ass time. We're learning a lot about the anti-Trump movement as if we didn't already know they were a bunch of sociopaths with mental problems. They have these, So this is what happens with people that have vaporized their brains over the years through hatred of Donald Trump to such an unhealthy level that they're permanently damaged. That's why we can't reason with them. That's why you don't want to hang out with them. I don't care if they're family. There's nothing you can do. The only hope, I think, is if they're really young, especially like under the age of 20 because their brains aren't fully developed yet. There's hope. They still got to get a job. They still got to get take taxes so they can learn through the school of hard knocks how bad it is to vote for liberals. But less and less of them are. Young families going into this last election were turning towards Joe Biden. I think it's because we got a bunch of beta milk toast men out there and women that are nothing like Generation X, certainly nothing like the greatest generation. I mean, can you imagine this group with Nintendo arms and a decent college degree? That's their big accomplishment, trying to go over and fight Nazis or fight Imperial Japan? We'd be screwed. We'd be toast. These guys, I mean, burning draft cards, I mean, they, who knows what they'd be doing? They'd be blocking freeways. It'd be the whitest demonstration of fear you've ever seen. 
We don't have the alphas in the ranks. They're not there. God, I hope I, I'd, I'd hope I'd be wrong, but who knows? But <laughs> it, it's not the same. We all know it. And so the Taliban, Taliban's going to retaliate. The Taliban's going to let ISIS retaliate. This, there's been already one rocket attack. Okay, so probably ISIS. Thank God we've got the technologies, basically like a Patriot missile system we have, but for short-range attacks. And these rockets were shot down, except for one, we found out this morning. One rocket got through, according to John Kirby, the Pentagon spokesperson. So you read about it, you first see five rockets stopped. Well, it's not easy shooting down a bullet with a bullet. So it sounds like they got four out of five, or five out of six. One got through. Looks like it didn't hit anything of value, especially didn't kill anybody. Thank God. It's a pretty big airfield. I don't think, I don't know how accurate these rockets are. They could be like better versions of the Scud missile. You just launch it and, you know, hope it lands in a general area. I don't think it's guided by any kind of system or anybody painting a target on the ground. It's definitely not satellite guided or guided by any kind of aircraft. So it missed everything, but one got through. So we think this is the end. I mean, the ISIS looks at it as, okay, we got two more days to put another black eye on on the great Satan. So the clock's ticking. We've got brave people, I'm sure, guys trying to communicate with Afghan resources outside the wire, outside the airport, trying to get an idea of movements and seeing when the next suicide bomber or rocket attack or God knows what else is going to go down. And what I'm worried about is once the military's gone, once we remove that target in two days, what will be the next target? It's obvious. If you can't get an American military casualty, the next best thing is 9-11. Now, of course, they got the Pentagon. What's the next best thing? In their eyes, civilians. Some would argue it's the best because it's more traumatizing for us. As sad as it is to see flag-draped coffins coming off of a C-17 military service members killed, it's not the same. At least I say this as someone who had been in the military. It's just much worse when innocent civilians are killed. At least the military, in most cases, has a rifle pointed in the other direction and has a chance to take them with them, has a chance to fight. I guess we can say we all do, but it's just different. And that's the ISIS we know. That's the Al-Qaeda. That's the Taliban we know. So I'm not, I'm not making any kind of bold prediction. This isn't a hot take to say that we should be severely worried for our fellow Americans who can't get out because there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to go. The Taliban leadership will be saying everything they need to say to keep their allies in the United States on their side. And who are the allies of the Taliban? That 40%, those liberals that we all know and should no longer love, that have completely sold out in the name of hating Donald Trump. The Taliban knows how to manipulate them. Jennifer Rubin, contributing reporter to the Washington Post, has always been stupid, has always not had to work hard to look stupid, but she put out a pathetic opinion piece basically saying that this was inevitable, that Joe Biden's done a good job, basically touting his whole line 
of never admitting that this has not been a successful mission and never admitting that it has been a total disaster. He can count on people like Jennifer Rubin to publish these great lies no matter what. She's all in. She's not a journalist. She published that story just hours before real reporters in Afghanistan released the known and estimated casualties and deaths from that airstrike, all of whom so far are innocent people, including children. So what they have right now, the journalists don't have a chessboard that they can control, and that chessboard is the, the message to the American people. But they know they can control almost half, and the Taliban knows that. And the Taliban knows what to say to get all of the Biden sycophants out there saying, see, see, we're fine, the Americans will be fine, we, we have the State Department on it. Okay. Okay, that's sure. Maybe if the Taliban was an actual political party or actual military, they would have some control. They don't. I don't believe the leaders of the Taliban who are liking power and money right now and want money in the form of foreign aid, I don't think they want these tribal troops of theirs out in the country denying Americans and roadblocking. They don't want that. Not because they're good people, not because they, they like us at all. It's because they want to gain power. They're just like the politicians we hate so much here. But they don't have control. The Taliban is a, group, is a grouping of tribes going back thousands of years. I've talked about it. So there's no, there's no order put out by the commander, by the new president, stating procedures, right? Letting everyone know how to operate. Until when? And giving clear direction. That's not happening. They're saying it. They're doing it more to manipulate all of Biden's supporters here and the journalists than they are to actually accomplish accomplish it over in the field. Who knows if they even give a shit? They're just going to say what they need to say to keep some cover from our people. Remember, we're dealing with an administration that gave the Taliban responsibility for security of the airport. And now we're finding out, and this is insane, that we actually could have kept control of all of Kabul to include Bagram Air Base, that the Taliban had agreed to stay completely out of the city until all of our evacuations were done. And we said no, and we went ahead with a plan to give the Taliban control of Kabul and control of the city. We actually had a chance to keep them out. And I think the Taliban would have been able to hold that off because they'd taken so much land, waiting 20 days or whatever they needed would not have been that big of a deal. So you got two things now that are huge, huge issues to be investigated amongst many that will come out. One is the lists of Americans and allies that were shared with the Taliban, allegedly, there's some story there, shared with the Taliban to help with the evacuation, actual identifications. We know of Afghanis, word is there were Americans too. That needs to be investigated. And now we're finding out from multiple sources that the military in concert with the Biden administration all agreed to give Kabul over to the Taliban and rely on them for security and to only maintain control of the airbase in Kabul, what is now known as Hamid Karzai International Airport. Good Lord. That, that decision amongst many has killed already 13 Americans that we know of, countless 
other innocent lives. And unfortunately, that is not done. We, we are in a dark time because not only are things going bad, but there is no accountability from the people who preach accountability more than anyone we know. This is one of the greatest eras of military hypocrisy in our time, of political hypocrisy of our time. Washington, D.C., the swamp was barely drained, folks, was barely drained, went down maybe an inch, and it's rising back up. And they are closing around their own right now. They are circling the wagons to cover everybody who they know is screwed up. But they know if they don't cover, if they're actually honest about it, they being the media mostly, that if they don't start covering soon, it's going to lead to Trump or someone like him being back in power in three years. The hurricane gave CNN and a lot of news outlets, and it was a terrible Category 4 that ended up hitting the coast. It looks like things turned out significantly better than Katrina. But that is the focus of the MSNBC, CNN webpages right now. Ida is going to be front and center no matter how bad things go in Afghanistan, at least for a few days, to try to give some political cover to Biden until he gets out. That's what the press is hoping for because what will happen once we get out and if somehow, by some luck, by some miracle, there's no hostage situation involving the Americans left behind, the press can do what it does and start repairing the image of the man they elected. And I predicted it last week because it's what they always do. And I have not changed my mind because I'm already seeing it. They've got, they'll have a COVID, big COVID case. And actually look right now, more prominent on the CNN website as of about 1030 Pacific, exclusive January 6th committee, you know, the insurrection, to ask phone records be kept of lawmakers who participated in air quotes, stop the steal. We've known that. The, the phone records ploy, that bullshit has been on the table for like five days now. It is more prominent, higher up, easier to see that headline than the other analysis down lower middle. Crisis pushes Biden's White House to its limits. Think about that title there for a second. Crisis or crises, yeah, push Biden's White House to its limits. This is setting up for a post-mortem worshiping of Biden and his administration. Look at all they went through and were able to manage. Look at what they did. Yes, it wasn't perfect, but think about how many lives were saved because although they were, quote, pushed to their limits, the Biden team held on. And um, you got to really squint and zoom in to see stories about a soon-to-be father. Uh, Riley McCollum, who was killed over there, one of the 13. You got to really, you got to really get in there um, to, to read about the stories that, that we need to hear. And so um, they're starting, folks. It's not just the nutcases in the thousands, probably in the millions now, on social media covering for Biden. The press is going to get on board, too. They're going to take their marching orders once again. They're going to come back to Joe Biden. They always do. This is what they were taught in journalism school. They know better. 
liberalism is better, so you know, socialism is better. It just needs to be tried better, right? They believe this shit. And they'll come back to Biden or whomever's in his seat. That's their leader. That's who they are loyal to, not the American people. That's your press corps. And they'll keep doing it. Um, I, I don't want to belabor any points. I don't think... Um, I don't know what's going to happen before my show tomorrow. Uh, sometimes I do a second show. Um, there are stories here that I'm, I'm looking further into that I, I don't want to check off as valid. I don't know if I mentioned Pineapple Express, which is, has been confirmed, this awesome mission run solely by military veterans to get Americans and allies out of Afghanistan was a great success a few days ago. And there was coordination, of course, with our government and the military on the ground. And now there's word that there has been other offers that civilian contractors, I mean, badass veterans, groups of guys that know how to handle themselves in these environments and run rescue missions, know how to do it, are highly trained, know how to plan and know how to do it right. Guys that are in communication with Americans and our allies and can do it. They're saying uh, the Biden regime is telling local governments not to cooperate with private contractors rescuing Americans in Afghanistan. I, I, I wouldn't be totally surprised. Because again, these are the academic PhD military types making the call and they're control freaks. And rather than take a little risk and partnering with guys and gals who know what they're doing, who just so happen to not be under their command, they're too afraid to give up that power. It's a scary time to be in the military. I don't know how anybody would want to be in right now if they're paying attention. I don't know how anybody would want one of their families to be, family members to be in. I wouldn't. I can say with confidence this is the first time in my life I would actively talk anybody out of enlisting if they asked me. I'm not going to go out and make it a crusade. It's your business. It's, it's a great calling, but I sure think it's a diminished one right now. It's a very sad time, and uh, you've got people that you'll be working for who are celebrating the killing of unidentified planners and facilitators for terrorist organizations and calling that a victory whilst killing kids. Is that a group you want to be a part of? I certainly wouldn't, and I certainly wish I hadn't, because right now, like many veterans, I have a great deal of regret for giving any aspect of my life to these kinds of people running our military now. Things will get better. Things are going to get better at some point. I think good Americans, people like us, imperfect as we are, have a lot of happiness on the horizon, a lot of great things in the future. As always, I'll watch the news, try to condense the big stories, the stories that I think matter to you as best I can. And if there's more right now, it's about 1030 Pacific, if something big and relevant happens, I'll, I'll jump on these websites and do what I do to try to try to filter through the madness and, and give you some points that help give you some perspective and maybe learn a bit a little bit as I do. God bless. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for all the support. If you want to tune in, Twitter or Instagram, it's the same same handle at behind enemy lines. At behind enemy lines. Take care. Have a great day.